Previously on Critically Stupid. Hey everyone, so last episode after my genius and not at all impulsive decision to take a misty step and drop myself and my many thousand pounds on top of some baddies, I ended up beneath the dark, deep, dank harbor where I met something both rude and unprecedented called the consequences of my actions. So monsters started bursting up from the sea floor, pustuled hands in desperate need of some sort of topical antibiotic grabbed onto my beautiful hoof, and then things got extra bad as something evil and wiggly started swimming towards me, some sort of mo sea monster wiggle boy holding swords. Uh, but then I remembered I have magic. So I cast moonlight and deep fried the forearms of the wiggle monster. And then my best friend Arnold actually appeared to rescue me and together we made it to the surface. And I took my first breath for the first time in hours, which I love that for me, love air, big fans. That was great. Um, at the end of the episode, we saw something swimming towards Mel and Erstel, which looks like pretty bad news. Not entirely sure why those two are together, but it can't be good. Um, and I don't know what happened to Gareth, but I think he ended up inside. I don't know. He makes decisions that are really good, just like I do. So I'm sure I'm sure things are going great. And what's important is that um, we all have fun. Um, so yeah, enjoy. Fucking remember. Yeah. Also, maybe pay attention, Anthony. I don't know. I always pay attention. It's just sometimes I thought you were gonna call me out for dissociating yeah. again, and I was gonna be sad. Oh. There are things. Yeah. I don't have any more sound effects in me. The tank is empty. I can't afford to mock your mental health. This are yeah, I, I got I got I got a free in sound this economy? effect for you. I have a free sound effect. The next time uh, somebody dies like Mario in Mario 64. Wah! Wah! There you go. That's that one's on the house. Maybe I'll just start incorporating like really cheesy like stock soundboard effects just randomly like somebody's going to do something that'll be like do yo 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 Oh hell, dude! I've been saying that we need like we need like a studio laugh track, <laughs> but exclusively for when a joke whiffs. You know, like I'd imagine how funny that would be. Like you know when That's Anthony producer Sean does to, when Anthony's yeah. about to die because that happens a lot. Okay, if you ever played Sonic the Hedgehog too, but the sound when he's when he needs an air bubble, when he's in the water and he can't find an air bubble and it's counting down because he's about dude, that, to die. That sound still like. Gives oh, it gives me, me palpitations. It me out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's, I'm a grown-ass man. A fucking air bubble. Me out. Well, we should have been playing that when Tess was underwater. Oh, my God. Uh -huh. I mean, there's still time. That episode doesn't come out until fucking April 21st. 2027. <laughs> <laughs>
Everybody, everybody else sort of like found themselves heroically. Heroically, I don't know if Tess blame other people on on her. I was going to say you kind of like you just cow bombed. Come on, yeah, but that wasn't the forgot the water was there. Tess didn't think about the other part. She just thought like I will save everyone by just dropping myself on them, and then didn't really think further than that. You know what? It was heroic, and I think we're all really overlooking that. Great point. Um, okay, any questions high. before we get before we get started? Sorry, are we going to move pack the stakes are high joke? I don't think we're going to gloss over that one. Was that a joke? Yes, it's supposed to just to brush stakes past like me. cow because she's a cow and she dropped on him. Catch up, Alex. That would be the Come canned on. laughter insert where like a joke whiffed. Or was it just me? Ah, oh, fuck, it was, it was just me, it wasn't it? Was just, yeah, sorry. Well, then I'll cut this whole thing out. How <laughs> <laughs> dare you? <laughs> He's a butcher, that one. All right. What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning into soon-to-be world-famous Dungeons & Dragons Real Play Podcast, Critically Stupid. I am your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, Alexander James. My favorite part of last episode was... Uh, Jess as Tess actually casting Moonbeam to great effect uh, in the bottom of, of the Water Deep Harbor. Um, Jess is obviously quite new at D&D, so I was uh, super impressed that she A, remembered that she had that spell, and B, cast it in a way that actually like helped her out of her predicament somewhat. So, Yeah, she's job, way better at this than I am. I have she's quite sheet. good. That's the only reason. No, I fucking have all the shit. It doesn't help me. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just stupid. You're not stupid, Bestie. You're great. Uh, Anthony, you go next. I'm Anthony. I play Arnold. I'm a bard. And my favorite part of last episode was basically Gary doing everything right and the rest of us just finding ways to ruin the world. <laughs> just I, I ended up in the water. Don't I don't I don't know how that happened, but we're all there. You chose to go into the water, oh, man. Oh, well, I had to. I mean, I, I, I had someone had to. I felt like the cow was going to be eaten by zombies. There was an issue. Like, stuff, bad things were happening. Someone you had, had to, go, to go after the cow and save her after she saved us. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, who's going next? Um, Garen. Garen. Uh, hello, my name is Garen. I am your unfriendly neighborhood rogue. Um, my, friend, my favorite part about last episode was when one of the captors betrayed the other and killed him. And then the lady that was being bound just killed him anyway. <laughs> uh, Tess, you go. go. Jess, you go. Um, I'm Jess. I play Tess. I'm a druid. Um, my favorite part of last episode is how I did not breathe for about an hour and a half. <laughs> in real life. Episode. Not even in fiction. Yeah, I held my breath the entire episode. Um, but it was fine. It didn't matter because of magic. Um, Diana. Um, hi, my name is Diana. I play Mel, uh, who is a ranger. Uh, my favorite part of last episode. God, I really hate that we do this. I can never, I can't remember <laughs> shit. Like I'm, I'm just like, if you were to ask what my favorite part of was the, uh, was the episode that was like just released, then sure. I'd be on that. Cause I just watched it. But now I'm like, I don't fucking, I was drinking. I don't remember. I don't know. I think it was kind of cool that, uh, Gary was like super, I don't know. You, you seem to have a plan this whole time. And and I I think that that slaps. I'm sorry that everyone else fucked it up. But in my defense, Seemed nearly stupid enough though. Mm. Mine was like accidental. Like I got pulled in. Yeah, you guys are smart. 
I think it's actually hilarious that you guys consider Gareth not jumping in and immediately fucking things up to be a plan. Yeah, but that's you know so I'm smart. Really flattered. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I mean, I feel like I you plan. were quick to come up with plans, though. Every time something was thrown at you, you I don't know. You, you're <laughs> always like, I have a crazy idea, but somehow it works out in the yeah. end. They have better ideas than dropping a cow on people or just well, jumping into death. Anything that purpose. isn't the complete chaos feels like order. Like it feels yeah, like, yeah, it's it's like, like, like the basement of mediocrity is really <laughs> yeah. what we're shooting for here. I, I chose the two options were drop a cow on them or maybe go in the door. And I chose the second one, and everyone's like, "Holy shit! Wow! Holy Honestly, shit! Menso drop a, right here. Drop a cow yeah. on them is the name of my favorite." Uh, uh, album dropping this year. Oh, it's my favorite porno, actually, is dropping a cow on them. It's crazy. I don't kink shame, but I am curious. I'll, I'll send you the link. Oh, thank you. CDSM. Uh, what did you just say? CDSM. CDSM? Nope, 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 nope. We're moving on. <clears throat> All right. Like the pharmacy in America? No, stop it. Okay. Um, <laughs> Not a, a pharmacy in America called, do you mean like CVS? CVS? He was talking about CVS. He was talking about BDSM, but with a cow. I got Anthony his. Got I, I just didn't. No, I understood that. That I was stuck on the um, the pharmacy that is CDSM. There is no <laughs> pharmacy. The cow this is it's a cow on a sub but there is cvs i like cvs where you go in for medicine end up with you know feeling better you're still sick harness right like you're still sick but you are sick and satisfied <laughs> hey alex how do you feel about hand picking all of us for this podcast yeah i came on as a guest <laughs> with a titty out and a cocaine cannon and you're like you do you want that one full time? That Listen, one as soon as you sure. said cocaine cannon, we were like, we we want that one. Runs. Yep, cocaine, cocaine cannon. Preferably. Um, okay, we're gonna we're gonna cut into it. We're actually gonna play the game now. Um, the game. I'm gonna come to your house and set you on fire. <laughs> Not freezing at all. <laughs> was... uh, we are gonna open on the ashed out still smoldering remains of a house uh where you're going to open on a uh, familiar figure walking through it actually under the watchful eye of captain rain of the city guard you see watchman adam uh slowly picking his way through the smoldering wreckage of a recent uh fire i thought you were uh, going to say it was like one of our houses i There's know me too. Oh, no 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 you got you nobody recognizes this house it's in a different part of the city am i supposed um, to know any of the names that you're saying because i don't you you shouldn't because it's the, it's previous people on the show. Um, that's okay. I don't know them either, and I should. Yeah, that's Captain true. Captain Rain is the captain who detained us, and Adam is the guy who kept flirting with Cerulean. Oh, poor Adam. That's the one. That's the anyway, one. Anyway, we uh... open on a recently firebombed troll skull. Uh, it's not troll skull. It's a different <laughs> house. Um, but under the the watchful eye of Rain, uh, Watchman Adam is slowly starting his own baby steps into his first investigation. He's turning over bits of tables and chairs and is like allowed thinking to himself like what might have happened here to reigns uh uh approval and also gentle correction as she noticed him make a mistake or leap to an assumption that um she disagrees with she's she's showing him how to check for evidence to fit theory and not theory to fit evidence um and uh watchman adam 
turns over a, a, a section of table. Uh, looks like a big dining room table. Why What's would you happened? want evidence to fit theory? You want a theory to fit the evidence. Oh, yeah, fuck, I goofed it, didn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah. That's, that that's why I was brain. doing this, like Gary and so like yeah, we, no, we were on the same page like, where we were like, sure wait a minute, like we know the police are biased, okay? But let's not like announce that. <laughs> well, yeah, they yeah, yeah. Watch me, Adam kneels down on a pedestrian's neck. No, I'm just kidding. Like fucking hell. While I'm cutting all of this anyway. Adam turns off his body cam. I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> okay. Ugh. Oh God, this country sucks. Adam turns over a big piece of of wreckage. It almost looks like a like a dining room table, and on the the underside of it, um, is the sort of like grisly remains of uh, a cloak that has been burned and tattered and actually fused to the bottom of this table. Um. And uh, Watchman Adam points to it and says, I think, now, Captain, this I may be jumping to conclusions here, but I think that, that perhaps this was used as, as shelter for somebody maybe like pressing up on the, on the underside of it. Uh, and Captain Rain walks over and um, there's a, a rasping, uh, scraping sound as she uses the tip of her sword to sort of like scrape against this cloak and wood. Um, and she frowns and says uh i think you are unfortunately correct i am not sure what happened here this is rainier never emperor not actually captain rain so i am not sure what happened here but uh it was truly an act of violence and then i think the camera pulls away from the scene and we're going to go in like a backwards time lapse uh, as the house actually starts to pull itself back together brick by smoldering brick. The roof lifts up from this dining room and settles back on the burning timbers of the house and the fire actually settles down, pulling away from these pieces of uh, wood and, and uh, the slagged out remains of what once were windows. Um, the wall stands straight up and the doors close. And suddenly we're looking at the inside of just a regular well-to-do house in uh some merchant's house you would assume there are um drapes on the on the windows on the inside there's uh something bubbling over the fireplace um and there is a family taking shelter underneath the massive central dining room table of this house that has been laid out for dinner um and strapped to a chair with a uh, a, a rusty a piece of metal sealing his mouth shut somehow. I don't know how that works, but it's closed up. Uh, yeah. Is a is a wealthy looking uh, merchant, and you hear a voice come from uh, out of frame, going over the the sharp sound of something clicking, some sort of like metal scraping against metal, um, and the voice says. Now, you've been a little hard to find, Emmerich. A little, dare I say it, squirrely. The Xanathar Guild does not deal lightly with traitors. And I think, I think our business is quite concluded. 
Um, around this scene, there are uh, people in um, rough, like hard leather armor studded with like iron spikes, um, sloshing uh, containers of like clear liquid out on the floor. And that rasping clicking sound uh, strikes one last time. And there's a sudden like uh, quiet whoosh. Uh, and an orange glow starts to light the inside of this house. And there are uh, footsteps on the floor and a door opening. And the voice says, one last loose end to be tied up. All right, gang. So burnt. Either way. That was like the, that was like the intro to Goblet of Fire. Just was a guy getting murdered. Oh, I guess so. Um, okay. So uh, we are uh, opening on some on some chaos with you with you gang. Um, I think I'm gonna start with uh, Gareth and this person because Gareth just threw a wrench and knocked the the wand out of this person's hand just after she cast uh, whatever it is that knocked Mel and Ursula Floxen into the water. So Gareth, I think this woman. Uh, swivels to look at you because she didn't know that you were there um the wand i will say is about equidistant between the two of you so you can either i know what she's gonna do i'm curious what you excuse me i'm curious what you're gonna do uh the first thing i want to do is it's real gutsy i will say um, but I want to basically just lunge at her full speed and see if I can cut the tube that connects her mask to her pouch. So before she did actually take it off at the oh, end. Oh, did she? she? She took it off at the, at the end of last episode. I don't want to have to waste an action with that. Okay. I mean, that works because I was, the goal was for her not to poison the whole room again. So legit. So are you uh, still going to go? You still going to go for it? See, that's the kind of planning that I was talking about. Like you're you're <laughs> fucking on it. it. Like I don't it's remember so any of that. And you're like, no, I gotta make sure she does it. I just I know you can't read, but I think you may actually be the smartest one of us. You're talking like me personally or <laughs> <laughs> as far as I know, you Garyan can read. Um, true. but I, I was I, talking I, about, I the, I was talking about the, the character. Ability. Uh okay. Well then yeah, I think I'm just gonna go for a normal lunge kind of full speed attack before she can like really react are you is it a lunge or an attack first of all well i how close am i i believe i would have to lunge to get close enough to attack no i mean it's a small cabin it's not very it's not very big inside so i will say that the the dagger is probably four feet between each of you and she is eight feet away so like theoretically if you got a good couple of running steps in you could jump for her instead yeah. of the wand uh, that that is the plan I'm putting myself myself in between her and the wand okay is Diana. lunge like a separate action i guess i would consider it in my head as like part of an attack when you're lunging yeah that's kind of what somebody, i was thinking but, but it doesn't were, really matter no I, i'm above table just trying to understand is lunge considered a separate action from attack is it like no it would i would consider it i would consider it movement unless gary okay. was going for like a diving tackle because like he could lunge for the wand and that would be one check or he could go for like a diving tackle for her and that would be a okay. second check so i was just trying to suss out what his i got gotcha. you okay thank you uh so uh gareth rolling to to uh lunge at this person um give me a, a straight up and down grapple check please that would be your uh it's dex bonus, right? I think it's actually uh, athletics or acrobatics. I'll let you choose which. Uh, definitely acrobatics. Fuck there me. It is. There it is. 
Uh, oh, uh, 13 plus 3 is 16. 16 is quite good. Okay. Um, you dive for her, and she she dives for the wand. Um, she barely even looks at you, actually, Gareth. So intent is she on, like, scrabbling for it. However, you manage to just, like, wrap an arm around her shoulder and sort of, like, like flip upside down so that you're, like, kind of holding her against your chest. Um, but she immediately lashes back and thumps an elbow against against your rib cage. Ouch. Um but your uh whatever armor you what what armor are you wearing, Gareth, actually? Uh wizard robes that are dyed black for stealth. So I guess leather. Okay. Um her elbow just sort of like bonks off the side of your ribs and doesn't doesn't really hurt you. Um but she does start like shouting. And like drawing attention. Mm, don't like that. Mel and Erstel. And actually Arnold and, and Tess are you're close enough to, to see this sort of thing go down. Um, everybody else. Everybody else. You see uh the hook jawed face of Travis the water mercenary, is what I've decided to call him, um, cutting through the water, making a beeline towards uh Erstel and Mel. Uh their eyes like sort of like slanted into like a, a, a expression of like rage and fury call um, him merce man merce man i was gonna say like i've never heard of a scenario before much less a mercenary i'm about to die like, here you guys like <laughs> <laughs> thank you anthony <laughs> oh man um and he dives just below the surface uh, and Mel. Hmm, all right. Uh, Doesn't die. <laughs> you see and feel like the surge of water um, as, as this creature unsheaths something from its belt. And then there's a deep set grunt of pain from the figure underneath you. Um, oh, thank God he went for Urstel and not me. And suddenly the, suddenly the water in front of you starts to, starts to, um, boil. Turn red, turn I red? guess. There's blood, there's blood in the water, but it's nighttime. So like not as, not as dramatic a scene uh, as perhaps I had hoped. It would still seem a little bit darker though, or I would think maybe. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I can like... see at night. So I would think I would notice that, that it is dark. Yeah. You, you definitely see and smell blood in the water. Um, Arnold, to answer your question, I do think you still have a little bit of moonbeam light in the water nearby. I don't know how long that spell lasts, but it hasn't been very long since since uh, Tess cast it. Cast from the sky? Like, would it be like a beam of light from the sky into the water, or is it only in the water? I would think it would be from the sky because that's not that's where the moon comes from. Yeah. Uh, So, Mel, what do you? Am I still wrapped around Ursul, even though he just got? Presumably, I think your your instincts probably would have been to swim for yourself and not like stay held on to this person unless you choose that you you wanted to keep him. Isolated. Well, I know we fell in together, so that's mm-hmm. I guess I'm asking the timing of it. Like, like was there time for me to pull away from him before he got stabbed, or was it about like five, about five seconds? So, like, if you did unwrap, you're still like right next to him, okay. or you can be fully like okay. wrapped around. Do him. I notice if he's actually dead? He seems to be alive. Um, he is gasping in pain and uh, swearing pretty and pretty violently. Aspirating because we're in the water, underwater. so he's yeah. inhaling. No, you're both at, you're both at the surface of the water. Lungs. 
Oh, I thought oh, they were like I thought I was under deeper okay. and deeper. Yeah, that's what I was picturing too, but I'm I'm good with being in the service. And do I see where the angry mer whatever we're First calling man. him now? Yeah. First man. Yeah. Uh he has uh d d dove d divin dived. He's underwater. How far? Oh my god. So, hang on a second. Super important detail. Josh Pat is trying valiantly to swim and keep his little wolf head above above water. Oh, my I was little wondering what's happening with Josh Pat. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, he's a well, he can swim. He just doesn't like to, you know. That's he is having a bad time. I, I understand that. He's gonna need such a bath when we get home with like bloody water. Oh, Maybe Tess can oh. help me give him a little bath. Oh. Um, there are... I know it's so cute up here, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> How far am I from the shore? From the shore, you're probably like. Am I like right there or 50, 50 feet out? Because you fell off a pier that was jutted out into the harbor at the sort of like dilapidated okay, end I fell of the off water. the pier. So you're probably like five to seven feet away from the pier if you wanted to clamber up. Yeah. Okay. If the pier is close, I guess I. Okay. Yeah. But I kind of want to try and bring. Push her still under. <laughs> no, I, yeah, okay. Yes. But I, I kind of want to try and like drag him with me if i can oh, okay um, and my assumption is that little josh pad is going to keep following me um because that's kind of what he does so i'm okay. less where i know he doesn't like water but i also know he's fine in the water um but i do want to move fast because i don't know where the merce man is god damn it it's great honestly i love it um okay uh mel make a strength check for me please Hold on, I gotta find this bad boy. Boop, boop. Oh, right up top. Look at oh, her. Look at her go. Her. Fuck yeah. I know. Knows what she's so rolling. Progress. But then Jess comes in and immediately <laughs> knows what she's doing. Like, uh, if you watch early episodes, I mean, Bestie cut a lot of it out, but like, I would spend like 10 minutes looking for the right dice. It's real bad. It's. And then narrating us through life. narrating us through the dice woes, like they all look the same. And they the did all look like, the yeah, same. Yeah, bro. And then you called me I stupid. They all have so many numbers on so them. So cute. They're precious. We also say this is the second time she's been in the water like this, but it's going much better this time. Like the second time? Is it um, let's do do we want oh. to fight about this? No, I'm asking. I don't remember. It was the uh, Arnold is referring to the uh, alternate ending of one of our episodes that I had to cut out because you had been you had been enjoying oh, your wine a little bit much, and we fucking started yeah. screaming at each other about the carrying capacity of the average drunk ranger. In comparison, <laughs> yeah, I want this. Can this be like this, that needs to be a Patreon release? What's it, funny it, is that somebody so actually comments later and they're like, How is she swimming with gold? And then Bestie had to defend the decision, even oh. though he hated the He's decision. So and that was so fun for me. The thing yeah, is, like, man. I had to cut it because it went there was like a we there was like a really moment, there was like a window where it was funny, and then we yeah. we yelled at each other for like two full minutes. Because after gold's that. not that fucking <laughs> You're fucking gold. <laughs> gold? How much of it is what I'm saying? Like they weren't ricks they were like coins and shit like there were coins and gems and you and weapons and you were just like swimming and you had also been like through this traumatic thing and you're like oh yeah i would have swim 50 feet oh you think i can't handle the tra traumatic thing come on come are on. we gonna cut it out this time too because fucking probably, probably roll the dice bestie <laughs> i did roll no, it i got a 16 okay <clears throat> what were you trying to do i was trying <laughs> to 
right? I was trying because I'm super strong in the water, as we've established, like more than normal. Um, I am trying to uh, drag Erstel what's his fucker with me to the pier. And, and, okay. and my fingers are crossed that one of my compatriots will see me going to the pier and will perhaps assist, you know, maybe. In some capacity. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh. You... You uh, haul yourself up the pier, no problem, uh, Mel, because you are super strong in the water with the carrying yes, capacity of the average water buffalo. Does um, little Josh Pat jump up with me? Do I? Josh Pat does not. Rough? Josh Pat actually, I... uh, actually, just Josh Pat low key looks a little bit like he's struggling. Um, and I see. Josh Why would Pat. he be struggling? He's a wolf. Because he's he's too small to push himself up the lip of the pier from the pier well, to I the water. Well, I think I'd probably is like, just grab him by the scruff then if he's... Well, if you'd let me finish my... best, you and I have to fucking chill here, okay? It is like 15 minutes into this episode. I know. You are busy hauling the huge mercenary out of the water with both hands. Because... Um, as you pull him up and you sort of draw his shoulders level with the pier, the water about 15 feet away starts to froth and boil. Uh, and Tess and Arnold, you see this Merce man uh, pull up around for another swing. And as uh, Mel actually pulls uh, Ursula Floxen out of the water, you see a bloody gash sort of across his abdomen um, where a, a hooked blade has sliced through his leather armor um, and punctured into his gut. I'm going to need one of you to save my dog since apparently Bestie is has got it out for me today. Trust P just like uses his teeth to like latch on and then just be dragged out of the water because he's a just smart boy. Like, out. Yeah. like who's to say he <laughs> wouldn't like bite onto Erstel while I'm pulling him up? <laughs> That's an adorable All right, fine. I, I, I picture the water Wee! lifting and placing him on top of the pier like in Moana. Also, it'd be a I don't think the fans would like it if you hurt the dog. I'm well, not one thing to hurt me. Listen, Josh Pat is like a Pokemon, right? He can be injured, but he never dies. He will only ever be knocked out. It's like dog not... meat and fallout. I just exactly. worry about him constantly because I if you get mad at me, you could kill him because you you are you are a vindictive legion. god. You are legion and I don't like it. I'm um, still mad okay. about the gold thing. If you bring it up one more time. I love you, bestie. Uh, all right. So Ursula Floxen I think you look real is nice like today. is like trying to like push himself out of the water. He's still cognizant of like everything that's going on. So he sticks a leg out and Josh Pat sinks his teeth into Ursula Floxen's trouser leg and Thank then you. just like spread eagle floats and is like a little bit relieved that he doesn't have to keep swimming. That is an Tess adorable and image. Arnold. Would you like to do something about this boiling, frothing water and Merceman in there? Or, or or would you like to just swim to the pier? What do you guys want to do? Um, does it does it look like the Merce man is coming toward us at all? Like, is he aimed at us or is he just busy over there? It's hard to tell because right now the Merce man is just sort of like motion in water. It's hard to tell what, sort what of he's direction doing. he's taking. OK, actually boiling in that it's like warm. OK, no, no, no. I mean, he did pee. So it's got that weird sort <laughs> of like pool in the daytime temperature. Oh, um, uh, yeah, OK, it's tepid. So how how far are we from the the pier? Like probably like twenty feet. Twenty feet. Are okay. they still in the water? Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. No. Well, he's I injured too, right? Out. Travis was injured by moonbeam. Travis was injured does. by moonbeam. Yeah, it burned. Uh, it burned his forearms as he sort of like slithered into the 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 light. Okay, fair. Um. Yeah. Okay. I'll try. I'll I'll try to swim to the pier. Okay. Just 
It's not a, it's, I mean, you can do it. it the water is, okay. is fine. It's not going to yeah. like, yeah, I'm not going to need to roll. So I'm getting out of this water. It's, you know, I'm getting like looking to my friend and hopefully, you know, they also are coming out. I'm not sure. Tess, Tess, would, Tess would also get out of this goddamn fucking water. She's been <laughs> wet for days now. Let's get me out. Okay. Well, uh, I'm like both... thinking that Tess and Josh Pat hate the water. Like you're both going to be like drying out in front of the fire. <laughs> like, Tess didn't like a cow select... and a wolf just like chilling in front of the fire trying to dry out. Yeah. Real cute. Just up curled up by the fire. Real cute. Um, yeah, Tess. Alex, should Tess be in human form? Because we, you wanted me to be more yeah. or whatever. Should I? Maybe Tess changed into person form. Okay, so Tess now is no longer a cow. And she's just in her her fey human form, and then yeah, she'll come along uh, into the water. Okay, or onto um, the well, can, every- can I also turn around to the water? Because all I did was move, right? I didn't take yeah. an action; I just moved. So I just want to turn around to the water, like looking at Travis, and just kind of be like, "What the heck, man!" And just kind of use vicious mockery as my cantrip on him, just like kind of just being like, "What are you doing?" I mean, you're calling like- him Merce Man, so I yes. think that that would that would what? cut him real deep. So like that's he a one, he's real one, tough, he, and then you hit him with Merce Man. Yeah, yeah. It's called well, him like the Wiggle Boy. In my head, he's just like a wiggle. Little um, wiggly guy. That's a Wisdom saving throw of thirteen. Okay. For you, uh, I rolled an eighteen. Dang it, Bam. Travis! Listen, Travis is Travis's self esteem is not tied to his Merce Man <laughs> or person status. So. Oh, look at Travis it's with the self esteem. Yeah, it's like a must be nice. <laughs> Okay. Fuck myself, then. Exactly. Like, fuck you and your like. Who's your therapist, Travis? Just Arnold and Tess. Pull yourselves. uh, You pull yourselves up onto the pier, sort of like gasping. Tess, I imagine you're quite tired from your from your shenanigans under underwater. Um, Arnold, you sort of played the the part of the gallant heroes. You're probably feeling pretty great. You swam down there. You cast some spells. You freed your friend. Fucking thumbs up for you. I did it. Um, now I'm just like worried about Garion because I haven't seen him in like three minutes. I don't know what's going on. I'm just... Well, what's curious yeah. about Garion is you hear uh, you hear the raucous cries of an old lady uh, screaming out, uh, "Get off me, you fiend! Let me go!" Uh, and you turn and you see your friend and compatriot Gareth the Rogue. Um, I think full Nelsoning an old lady <laughs> on the on the ground of this. Kevin, sort of like iron elbow around her <clears throat> neck and sort of just like pinning her down. You can see in through the window. Uh, the door is open and that's where they're sort of oh, like okay. uh, scuffling. Um, Mel, the the silver form of Travis takes another dive at Erstel Floxen um, and is going to make an attack unless you would like to to intervene. Right now you've got both hands on Erstel's like shoulder pauldron, sort of pulling him out of the water. But theoretically, you could sort of like get involved with one hand if you wanted to. Or you is could Is he you know... like hanging on it because he's still alive and I know he's got to get, but like is he with it enough to know that maybe he should like try and hold on to like the you know what he's I mean? Tr- like he's the... trying. He's got like one arm behind him, but like you're dragging him sort of like but his back is facing the pier, so it's a little bit of an awkward angle for him. Um, so he's trying to like pull, put his arms up to push himself up the pier and help you. Um, but he's also quite aware of this like fish person um, slicing through the water towards him with malicious intent, and is obviously not stoked about it. But if I let go of him, he's gonna fall in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh Pat is attached to him. Though. No, I know that's why okay. I'm asking. Uh, yes. As much as I would like to shoot the fucking Merce man, and I'm gonna make a mental note to do that later, I'm 
I think I would try and haul him up. Haul him up. Okay. Um, roll a roll another strength check for me. I just want to see if you can like like clean and jerk him fresh out of this well, water. I'm and then anybody else... I roll better when I drink. There you go. Hey, and anybody Tyson... else? In... Yeah, there are two people yeah. who can like help out. Absolutely, can we help. Yeah, yeah. If you guys are gonna help, then uh, Mel, you get to roll with advantage. So roll twice, take yeah. the higher of the two. Pulling up bees, so thank God I got advantage on that, y'all. Bees out of the water. Yeah, I know. I'm like, what just happened? Her arms just disintegrate into a bunch of bees. <laughs> Such a good superpower. That's cool as hell. Bee shape. Uh, a swarm of bees. I think it's called a dirty 20. Ooh, okay. Got a yes, 17 it is. plus mm -hmm. three. Dirty. I'm learning. Yay. All dirty right. 20. Dirty yeah. 20. Very good. Okay. Yeah. I told you so I'm, hard. I'm stronger when I drink and I'm stronger in water. Um. So you three of you like just haul Erstel Floxen out of the water just Pat. in time to see, and Josh Pat, obviously, just in time to see Travis uh, Arca, Arca curved dagger into the area just where Ursula Floxen was just a second ago. Um, but you all sort of like fall backwards onto the pier, gasping, dripping with water and sort of like overall quite spent. Josh Pat's shaking. You know, the dog. Josh Pat is wet. immediately starts like shaking his whole frame and just like barking <laughs> at nothing. Tess doesn't remember she's in human form. So she's also shaking out her hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, you know, what's crazy. It's not an inefficient way to get hair, water out of your hair. Exactly. Um, all right, so you all hear a couple of things. Number one, uh, you hear an old lady shouting. You see your your companion, Gareth the Rogue, suplexing an old lady in, in the doorway of her cabin. Um, you also hear and feel footsteps on the dock. Um, and you turn to see the red-headed figure of Rainier Neverember sort of like appear through the fog. If you'll remember, uh, he was knocking on doors sort of at like the mm -hmm. wrong side of the pier a couple episodes ago. You guys decided to leave him where he was. Um, however, he appears to have been drawn by the commotion. Um, and he and a couple of goons behind him sprint up the docks and he says, My goodness, are you, are, are you terribly hurt? That was a horrible thing to behold. You are all quite... Did you jump into the water? That's That's a little strange. Um, Mel's going to say, this is a really long story. Um, he is very hurt. If you have like any Ninja Turtle Band-Aids or something on you, like this guy's hurt. Um, I think so. Uh, Rainier Never Ember looks at Ursula Floxen. Um, Mel would be like trying to like stem the bleed. Okay, maybe that's more Diana because I'm a nurse. Can, but no, I feel like I'd be trying to like stem as the, well. the bleeding. If we wanted to heal him. Like if you said like we're trying to heal this guy, Tess can Heal, cure wounds. Mm -hmm. Your minor wounds. Question. Yep. Tess has got a Tess has got a healing spell. Oh, I don't know that Mel knows that. I'm, I'm so so. I like like I would yeah. I would be trying to stem the bleeding and asking Rainier if he's got anything to help. If Tess wants to step in at that point, yeah. fine. But but I would be holding it and being like like you need to do something. Even though I low key hate Ursul, I yeah. still just like I feel bad about just letting him die. Which is funny because I kill a lot of people in this show. Yeah, I was gonna reason. say Mel is much better at causing bleeding than stopping it. Growth arcs, growth arcs, growth arcs. Yeah, um, I fucking love it. Uh, yeah. Okay, so Tess, so you see uh, Mel start start to like stem the bleeding of this of this uh, cut, and you can see like uh, yeah, there's a, there's a fair amount of blood coming out of old boy Ursula. Oh, and in the abdomen and in the water, it's a that bad shit's spot. definitely infected. We need like some serious IV vanco or some other. That's gooey, at best. 
They don't test with just jump in and be like, hey, if you if we want to save them, I think I, I can cure wounds. Um, I don't know if I can do it very well, but if that will help. I think Tess, as you start to like step up and maybe start the the first uh reaches of casting the spell, um, you hear a rasping, scraping sound. Um, and suddenly there's a sword tip about a foot away from your from your face, not pointed at you, but pointed at Erstel Floxen. Uh, and Rainier Neverember's voice grows deadly cold and says, if you want to do yourself in this city a service, you will let this piece of scum die here on the pier where his body belongs. We can toss it into the water for the fish to chew on because that is all he is good for. Damn. I'm kind of with him on this one. You are kneeling beside a piece of... Uh, Pause for effect as I remember which side of the gang where Ursa Floxen is on. Thank you. Um, you are standing beside a a high-ranking agent of the Zentarim, the uh, the scourge of this city, who is one half of the gang who are tearing our noble city apart. Why not you? Why not you just let him die? If it hurts, eh, it hurts. Um, what am I gonna? Um, I'm gonna growth arcs. Still trying to stun the bleeding. Um, I'm not just gonna watch a man suffer and die if he has done something bad then he can answer for those crimes the way that he but the justice system in water deep is supposed to work i don't actually know how it's supposed to work bestie but let's pretend i do um and 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 he he can he can answer for his crimes that way i am not just gonna stand by and watch a man die without knowing that i tried everything first very good. Then I shall, I will, I will help you out. And he pulls up his sword and, and goes to like take a swing. Fair enough. Hell yeah. He goes to kill the dude. Does he? Seems that way. Unless somebody else wants to get involved. I'm a little, my hands are full. Yeah. Moment. Gary, you're busy. <laughs> <laughs> this entire conversation, just a little bit off screen. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do I have time to like stop it? I don't want to like, kill Rainier I just kind of want to like stop like can I pull my own and like yeah. just stop him I mean in any case I still have Gareth's dagger in my hand I'm oh. gonna put it out in front to to stop and you know to try to help okay try, you know, I think I think Arnold before I make you roll for it okay Rainier never ember express it he, he he his face gets surprised um and the swords sort of like freezes behind his head and actually arnold while you got it while you got a good look at it it's a really nice sword we're talking like gold filigree in the handle there are what appear to be gemstones on either side of the crossbars and a large sizable one at the hilt um oh, yeah. this is a nice piece i'm taking it um <laughs> i kind of like he, how mel and arnold's it. growth arcs went the opposite way like arnold's gotten real dark and mel's like maybe i should not kill so many people I I'm love so it. proud of Gareth for remaining well. just a one-note character. <laughs> what a great well, I feel thing like Gareth has had hidden Perfect. talents this whole time and just hasn't let on until recently. Uh, Arnold, know. Rainier looks at you and almost speaks with like disappointment and says, uh, my dear friend, I did not expect that you would stand between righteous retribution and and this fiend this this fellow who has caused innumerable harm and suffering to many of the city including myself i thought you and i were compatriots yeah so Tess arnold would... oh good oh tess would just look at him and be like don't you dare gaslight my friend like that <laughs> bullshit and she kind of just like, kicks him in what the shin that? tess like, has got like a secret gaslight like... meter 
yeah. yeah. So just like, kicks him in the shin, like not hard enough to like knock him over. Just be like, hey, that's rude. Don't do that. Rainer's just like gaslighting. What is that? Some Actually, crazy hang on. Your I'm, I'm, I don't up. have gas or light. <laughs> I like I like that Tess just kicks him in the shin. I think Rainier goes, ah, if yeah. you could please. He's, he does the rest of his 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 speaking hopping on one foot. <laughs> All right, so, uh, you know, so basically Arnold looks at him and he's just like, there's nothing righteous about killing an unarmed, clearly wounded man on the ground. He's He's been through enough. He's not, maybe he's not a good guy. He's actually trying to frame me. If anyone has a reason to want this guy to, you know, see harm, it's it's us. Mel's going to chime in super quick and just like look, at, look him in the eye and be like, because like Arnold's pointed out that he's dying and be like, Where's your honor? To Rainier? Yeah. Because he's gonna kill a dude that's mm-hmm. okay. Um Rainier says, How how dare you accuse me of, of breaking my honor for this for this piece of filth who is who has caused the, the ruin of my family and is is directly responsible. Listen, you, you you do not know this, yes, but this is the this is this is the scum of, of somebody who who is actively trying to to tear my my reputation apart piece by piece i have him here at my mercy and you expect me to what just let him be okay because because he because he doesn't happen to have a sword that my throat this time can can gareth is gareth able to like contribute to this conversation at all yeah like, gary you could you could like crane up over this old lady and just shout okay. over her supine form and that, that's what I, that's what i'm going to do is be like yeah I'm like obviously struggling. All right, listen, I hate to throw my hat in the ring here, but uh, we were just gonna kill him moments ago, but now because he's wounded, we're not. I'm not. I'm not trying to influence anyone's decision. And then I get cut off. Ah, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this old lady like like punches you in the face. Like her arm comes up and just like clocks you in the jaw. Um, but to that point, uh, Rainier Never Ember says, "Aha, yes." My good friend Gareth points out an excellent point. Yes, he we would have killed him moments ago if he had a sword in his hand, and we would kill him now. It's just easier slightly. Yeah. Um. So so Arnold Arnold would say, "Wait, where did that fish creature come from again?" What oh. are what what? Are, not are not to not to Rainier. I'm kind of just generally like, wait a second, where did that fish thing come from anyway? Well, you mean the thing that Earthstill hired to kill us? That's what I'm okay. So yeah, so I'm just like, so okay, Rainier, essentially, if we just leave him here, he's kind of hoisted with his own petard. We just leave him. It's, we, you know, it's not on your honor. It's not on ours. <laughs> you know, his own actions. It's his oh, own actions. Oh, uh, wait, so sorry, his own mercenary did this to him. Yes. Correct. Okay. Yeah, because what what happened last episode was he was Erstel said like he had hired an independent contractor, non-union, <laughs> which is important to note. Nice. To come and to come and do some dirty work. Um, and apparently Travis has has turned on him at some point. Nobody's actually bothered to get Travis's point of view on this, which is unfortunate because Oh no, he is, but nobody stuck their head underwater and been like, What's well, no, going I'm not on? sticking my head under the water. Yeah, the last time somebody's head was underwater, that? somebody else got stabbed. It's like to say that I did have my head under the water. So that's true. You were busy with the other underwater horror that I had crafted yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The infected hands. Okay. Um I think in and in and amongst this bickering. Gareth, you see this old lady's hands suddenly stop trying to throttle you from behind her, but start diving to what appears to be a fanny pack at her waist. Um, 
I don't suppose I can go for the wand, can I? You can. It's a couple feet away, so I'm going to need a pretty impressive sleight of hand or dexterity roll, or okay, the assistance of one of your of one of your colleagues if you want to shout out to uh, to one of the homies. Um, I'm uh, I obviously do want advantage, but I'm trying to think of a reason that Gareth would in character ask for help rather than just diving for the wand as quick as possible, and I'm not coming up with one. I mean, you can would you? Would you grunt uh, desperately as you as you you know as you leap for it? I mean, I would kind of do, do a little like fuck. Yeah, there you go. Okay, I was gonna Shit. so like Arnold having spent time with this person in many situations knows that specific fuck and the whole spectrum of fucks. <laughs> the whole spectrum of whole fucks. Spectrum of fucks. Ar- Arnold. Arnold pulls out a little dictionary. Goes, <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Oh no, Gareth is in trouble. All right, Arnold, what laugh. do you do? Gareth is stuck in the well. Oh no! <laughs> so, um, I mean, so like, first of all, um, we're kind of in a, we're kind of in a standoff with this whole situation still. But like, I can at least, at the very least, I can give him bardic inspiration to give him. Okay. Yeah, so I, I can do that at least. It gives him the one d six plus all whatever. Right, Gary, so you're gonna roll and you're gonna add a d six to it, whatever you decide to do. Is that including my bonus? Correct. Holy shit. You said sleight of hand, right? That, no. You said that was an option. <laughs> yeah, He's sleight like, of hand. Badass. Okay. So I rolled a 15 plus 7 for sleight of hand is 22 plus 6 for the bardic inspiration. Is it's a D6. You got to roll for it. Oh, true, 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 true. Great point. Just but before you, you take it, just like before a you take a cool break. twenty-eight points. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hope you get a six. I, you know what? If for what it's worth, me too. Wow. Holy shit! I got a five. Close enough. Close enough. All right. So what's that all day? A twenty-seven. God damn. Okay. Um. Yeah. I think you just. I think you just reach out and you scoop up. You scoop up the wand, and as you hold it, Gareth, it starts like thrumming and vibrating in your in your grip, almost like it's a. Uh... Oh, it's a different type of wand. Yeah, you know what I mean. Gross. <laughs> uh. All right. Do I have time for another uh move here? Sure. Let's keep the action with you. We're not in initiative because a uh, initiative makes things boring. So let's let's keep with you for a second. Uh, so if I were to get up and point the wand at this person, pretending like I knew how to use it, would that be intimidate or deception? Well, you're doing it against the person who made it. So I'm guessing intimidation because the, I'm going to be real. The deception DC, you're not going to touch. Fair enough. Um, I, don't, I, I don't suppose I can use like my wizard background as like. I'm wearing wizard robes after all. I could I could look wizardly. Yeah, I'm also just wearing some random a tie, jargon. but guess what, dude? Um, I feel like that was a bad analogy because honestly, I would mistake you for a waiter. Tall talk coming from the guy you're negotiating from, by the way. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, roll a deception check. No, I don't want to. Sucks for you, bro. <laughs> Do you want sparkling water or tap? Roll it. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. You can charge him for the water. I got a 19. For it either way. 19 is quite good. <clears throat> all right. I think 
sort of before you even can say anything, you see this this uh, figure put her put her hands up, and this this uh, please won't you help me falsetto that she had been affecting drops out of her voice, and she looks at you. And says in her real voice, the one that you heard her interrogating one of the thugs with inside, um, she says, you don't have the spine for it, cog. You guys seen Rango? (laughs) No. Yeah. Try me. (laughs) Okay. Um, She says, that's a very dangerous piece of equipment you have there i would hate for you to make a mistake and kill yourself with it i would hate for mutually assured destruction i as well i agree with you now why are you here why'd you kill that guy hold nine yards you know the questions i'm going to ask you the edges of her lips turn up uh, as she smiles uh and almost smirks at you and says ha I'm the former head priest of the Chuff Chuff Boys. That smoke doesn't isn't going to do anything to me. You, on the other hand, as an initiate, as a uh, as a filthy, I couldn't have put it better myself, as a lowly <laughs> cog, have no idea what you're dealing with. The Chuff Chuff of the House of Inspired Hands is an initiate only resource. It would kill you. It would merely tickle me if she's trying to intimidate I... with chuff chuff boys <laughs> not doing a good job listen i've made the name chuff chuff boys long before this became relevant so i'm working with what i got <laughs> that uh, was a workshop's name I, I <laughs> spent hours called that improv all day yeah, <laughs> yeah. would have taken i want to see his like great. notebook where he's like luff luff no no gareth is going to to look at her and go um uh, if one cog is broken, the whole clock stops working, and then he's going to break the wand. <gasps> Metal AF. Oh my goodness gracious, I love it so much. Um, uh, It's made of metal, so that sounds like a strength check. I would say so. How How are you going to do it, Gareth? Are you going to go with the classic over your knee, or are you going to do the it against like a classic big over the knee, yeah. Okay, alright. Uh, roll it. Strength check. Word... Wow, that bonus is technically not negative. I got a 12. Okay. Um, you slam it over your knee and bend it pretty significantly. Um I'll take it. there's there's like a spark and like a pop. Um and uh some of the gears stop twisting. And actually, you see this this elderly lady like snarl with what appears to be frustration. Um, Can you imagine how funny it would have been if, like, such like a badass line, and then, ow! I was thinking, yeah, like, like you get a splinter from it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So, uh, to the rest of your question, Gareth. Um. She says, "Well, now that you have ruined my chuff chuff pen." <laughs> Literally sounds like a vape pen. 
Dude, that sounds, um, have you heard of puff bars? That sounds like fucking. <laughs> uh, she says, I was sitting at home enjoying a cup of tea when that man, and she points at Erstel Floxen, who is currently Gareth, I will say, as you look over, bleeding in the arms of Mel and Tess, and Arnold is holding your dagger against Rainier Never Ember. There's a, there's a, the scene over there is fucking wild. Um, <laughs> so she points at that and she says, that man came and started slamming in my door, barking questions. I was merely defending myself. I don't know why my hands are still up. You've broken my pen. She puts her hands down. Actually, she flips you off and then puts her hands up. <laughs> it's a very important like detail. Gareth breaks down and sobs. No. Um, you know what? I'm going to be completely honest with you, lady. Uh, I'm sorry. I never caught your name, by the way. My name is L. But, and she's, she grins. And actually, Gareth, you can see as she grins, um, several of her teeth have been replaced with uh, ticking cogs in like a tiny pieces of like imitation teeth that like grins across half of her upper uh, upper bridge. That's um, pretty fucking cool. Uh, she says, but you can call me priestess. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's not I'm going to be honest happening. with you, lady. I'm going to call you L. Uh, Garrett just calls her lady anyway. I'm going to be honest with you, lady. <laughs> Um, the only problem I really, really have with you is that you aimed your pen at my friend and also almost poisoned me. You can't, you know what? You killed three of the people I was planning to. Um, I don't, oh, think they're not, they're not dead. They're going to wake up with a mad headache in about an hour and a half. Well, then you, may... well, the one guy that is dead is going to stay dead. That dude dead as hell. Yeah. My, my point being, uh, you made a lot of things way easier for me. Um, and you don't exactly seem to be a, a, a chum of Eugene over there. So, personally, I have very little interest in the gang war that you are apparently the head honcho of. Well, I, I don't I... I, I don't remember what the chef chef boys are. I feel like you just kind of made that up. Oh, so no, 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 Gary. Sorry. Uh, let me brief refresher. The Chuff Chuff boys, uh, or Chuff Chuff is a, is a phrase that you actually remember um, from Charlie, the head priest of the House of Inspired Hands. There was actually a green smoke hovering around some of the engineers at the House of Inspired Hands that looked and smelled identical to this smoke that had just burst from this pen. You don't exactly seem like a great friend of Eugene over there, and I'm willing to bet he, uh, how do I say borrowed you for the same question we have and i personally would like to ask it much more politely do you mind if i stand for the rest of this conversation or would you like to have this conversation would you like to have this talk with me lying on the floor as long as you keep your hands out of that purse i'll keep my hands off of my belt you girls are nasty yeah both of you are listen i started out. this out with cdsm so i mean <laughs> Um, my brain is yeah Gareth, she she agrees to to sort of like play nice um and, like and, and stands and sort of like adjusts her uh her fit her drip if you will um across the pier i think uh arnold you see rainier never ember drop his sword 
I think okay. he's he's unwilling to to go against you because he does consider you a friend. Um, however, you see him glance at the abdomen wound uh, in Erstel Floxen and and a little smile grins across. Like he's like a little happy about it. Tess, do you want to roll that cure wound spell before I forget about infected. it? Yes, yes, that's what I was gonna say. Oh, I got three. Okay, bang, damn. Oh, All right, so you you press your hands against Arthur <clears throat> Floxen's abdomen and sort of like whispers. What do you whisper, uh, Tess, when you when you cast cure wounds on people? <laughs> um, oh, I have to have a spell. Um, it doesn't have to be a spell. It can be like something that's important to you as a character, God or just it. yeah, or or just something. Oh, okay. I think she'd just be like, oh, "I'm sorry about your boo boo." <laughs> <laughs> All right. You whisper, I'm sorry about your boo-boo. Um, and there's like a there's like a jolt of like white light that spreads from your fingers and like a little bit of this sort of like trench in this dude's gut sort of like pieces itself back together. Um, and the blood slows a bit. Um, and he looks at you sort of like sweating and pale and says, thank you. I mean, so you're gonna I die anyway, but you know. Yeah. So Arnold, you know, he's in there, uh, Rainier just lowered his sword a little bit. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard from Garion since I last deciphered his fuck. So I want to, like, <laughs> Arnold Arnold would just kind of look, like, kind of question and go, fuck? Like, 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 up here, like, <laughs> fuck? Like, like, speaking to Garion? Like, I want to try to get, like, a judge. I want to Hang on, try. hang on. Before anything else happens, Garion, you hear the bard from, like, 20 feet behind you go, Fuck? <laughs> Boy, if I had a nickel. <laughs> Arnold, it's not a different language. I'm just <laughs> swearing. How many times? <laughs> Sorry, I know that doesn't follow yes and, but uh... Arnold, Arnold, you look and you, you... Dude, I was hoping for that yes and so hard. <laughs> no, 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 no. Gary just said yes. Um, you see Gareth having a fairly civil conversation with uh with this old lady who he is helped stand up um and they are sort of just chatting back and forth gary gareth is holding the sort of like bent remains of what appears to be a wand uh in one hand i'm so, I'm so excited for that okay so <laughs> gary uh, it's okay no so i'm um, like okay so i think we should go up and help gareth he's you know he's clearly having some some weird situation with this old lady up there um, okay mel yeah, Mel's gonna glance over, but it looks like he's having a civil conversation. So she's she's probably just gonna say like, "If I don't know, it looks like he's taking care of himself. Um, this wound is not not so cured." As you're as you're looking at it, Mel, um, and also Diana, who I suspect is a little bit in nurse nurse mode at, at ATM. Um, it's not lethal. It's ba- it's bad, but it's he's not gonna die from it. Test did tested oh, enough to like pull him back from like immediate danger. He should go to a hospital for a, like a double shot of, I don't know, fantasy penicillin or whatever they're putting in people these days, but um, he's not going to die. Hi. Tess would go with Arnold because she would also be like, oh no, I have to help. I have okay. to help Gareth. Mel doesn't trust Rainier not to murder him as yeah. soon as she turns the other way. Um... Maybe say something already. Oh, no. yeah, I'm getting there, bestie. God, can I think? I cannot. Um, 
I don't, I don't know everything that he's done. I assure you, he's no friend of mine either. I know he's a bad man, but if he's going to answer for his crimes, he should, he should answer for them in, in the, in the court of law. And, and I want to help my friend, but I don't know that you're not going to kill this wounded man as soon as I turn my back. All right. My dear friend, like take him I will, in, take, I will... like like arrest him, take him in, do do what do what you need to, but don't don't let him die like this. For you the know? sake for the sake of our friendship, I will tell you this: Rainy Neverember is an a man of honor, the way his father never was. You have my word, my solemn oath. I will not slide my sword through this man like stick through water. Though he does, I die. Assure you, deserve it. In, but will you order anyone to do that? Rainier. And I suppose <laughs> I will tell all of my boon companions here. Yes, you people back there, keep, keep your swords to yourself. Nobody hurts the Zint. Who I, I assure you, I cannot over-establish how much he deserves the sweet release I, of death. I, I, believe, I believe that he's a bad man, but I don't know everything that's going on. And, and I've, and I've, there's, there's been too much loss already. And, and cause I think Mel is just real shook still from Cerulean just disappearing, sure, um, which is probably partially responsible for the character arc. Um, but, um, yeah, so, so I, uh, I don't know everything that that's happening there. There's too much uh, violence now. And, and I believe you, I do, but let him answer the way that, that he's supposed to answer through, through the law, take him in, arrest him, whatever you need to do. Just know that I do believe you. I, I just, I can't let him die like this. Not uh, after Gareth shouts out. It's only so satisfying spitting on his grave, but just imagine pointing and laughing at him through bars. Now this, this I do say, this is an excellent point. Thank you, Gareth. I knew that you would see exactly the same amount of logic that you see at all times. I have said it before and I will say it again. Gareth and Rainier never ever boon companions. Hooray. Um, you see Erstel sort of like pull himself up. Um, and Tess, he actually reaches out and squeezes your hand just like briefly. Um, and then he, and then he stands up and he looks at, uh, Rainier and smiles. Huh. And then he does, he does spit in Rainier's face, which was an interesting, interesting choice that he made. Um, but he has just heard that, that Rainier promised not to kill him. So he is going to take advantage of that. That's pokes him like right next to the wound. And is like, hey, don't be rude. <laughs> I know. Like, like, I just, hey, like, I just think of you. We just out defended just fucking... you. Like, like, maybe don't be a dick. Yeah. Like, like Jesus. Like, that's a bold move, motherfucker. You think about that bold move from jail. I assure you, I am not going to jail. Tess just pokes him one more time. <laughs> and Mel's going to say, listen, he's not going to kill you, but I am going to let him uh, 
have his way. We're going and... next, and then I'm just gonna kind of like be like Rainier. What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Critically Stupid. Give me just a couple of seconds. I'll have you right back to the show. I am your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, Alexander James. I guess if you had made it through this half of this episode and were confused as to who we are, hi, that's us. That's who That's who we is. Um, I'm here to tell you that per the Code Legal, we are playing an official Dungeons & Dragons licensed module called Waterdeep Dragon Heist, written by Chris Perkins. It's written by Scott Fitzgerald Gray. It's written by Kim Mohan. And of course, we cannot forget... Michelle Carter. Um, if you or any of your pals, your schoolboy chums, your dread soldiers would like to get into D&D, I recommend you go to dnd.wizards.com. Check out all the great supplies they've got there for you. They've got edit, edit, editable character sheets. That almost sounded like edible for a split second, didn't it? Editable character sheets, uh, cool books, and, you know, DM screens, I guess, if you play in person, if you're lucky enough to play in the same room as your squad, that's great for you. Um, check out all the cool stuff there. It's really awesome. If you would like to end up as a character on our show, you can tweet us at CritStupid. Uh, you can end up as a character like L, a.k.a. The Priestess. Uh, L is... Uh, L is at Loretano writes at L-A-U-R-E-T-A-N-O and then writes uh, W-R-I-T-E-S. Uh, L supported us when we only had a couple episodes on the air. I think it was towards the end of uh, season one. So L, I hope you're still listening. Thank you so much for uh, supporting us. And I hope your character comes back. She actually turned out to be like way cooler than I expected her to be low key. Um, so yeah, I hope she I hope she swims back through the current. Um, yeah, if you want to end up as a character, you can tweet us. Like I said, um, I'm always using community names to name all of those little kind of silly NPCs that the, that the guys run into. Um, and it could be you. And remember any dumb stuff your, your wax puppet says is my fault, not yours. If it's problematic, hopefully it's not, but if it is, that's on me, not you. You're perfect. Uh, we are doing a big YouTube subscription push, trying to get to that magical number of 1,000 subscribers so that we can get access to better cameras, better mics, better recording software, generally so that we can put out a better show for you. So if you haven't yet, I would very, very much appreciate it if you could subscribe, if you could re recommend the show to a friend, uh, if you could... Uh, give us a rating on uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Good Pods or wherever you listen to us if you're audio only. We really rely on you guys to get pushed up in that algorithm, get in front of uh, new listeners who might like the show like yourself. So um, if you haven't yet, I would super appreciate it if you could subscribe, like, or leave a review. Um, and I think that's it, actually. I'm going to keep it real quick. You have a great day. You keep it squeezy. Out uh, Bestie, really quick, tell me about your dice woes. Dice woes. Okay, so I am, or was anyway, new to D&D, &D, and one of the things you told me, Bestie, was that I needed dice. Nobody told me there was, like, a digital dice option, which, looking back, was kind of a dick move. Um, so, I, like, I went on Amazon to find dice, and there are so many fucking options there's there's you've got metal ones you got plastic ones you've got and then different sizes and i had no idea what kind of dice i was supposed to get or if it even mattered and and i remember reaching out to you bestie just just all caps i was like dice woes because i had no idea what what to purchase
dear listener, if you have ever been in the same scenario as my main girl, uh, Diana, fret not because we are sponsored here today by Libris Arcana. Uh, Libris Arcana has premium dice that they will deliver straight to your doorstep via subscription. This is actually legitimately one of the coolest things that I have found in, in my time in the, in the tabletop role-playing game space. Uh, you can go to LibrasArcana.com. You can sign up for their subscription service. And once a month, they will send you a full set of TTRPG dice. You get the standard set, D20, D12, D10, all the way down to a D4. And they're different themes every month. Like the theme that we just passed in, we're recording this in April. The theme that just passed was Dreamsicle. And I'm going to, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm going to let my main man, uh, Anthony, talk about them. But like these dice are really high quality. The, the cost is really reasonable. I think it's like 15 to $16 per set. Um, but the, every month you will get a new set of dice that you can sign up for a subscription. You can cancel it anytime, even immediately after you make that subscription, you can gift it to a friend and sign them up for one or two or three months at a time to get those sweet, sweet math rocks delivered right to their door. But right now I'm going to let, I'm going to let my man, uh, my man, Anthony chime in and tell you about this, this, uh, the quality of these dice. So I got two sets of these dice, and they are the most gorgeous things I've ever seen. Dice wise, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm just gonna be completely honest here. They look edible. Is the thing like they're <laughs> the, the, the dreams? The dreams ice like dice literally look like candy, and I was close to eating them. I got, like I thought for sure. I was like, oh, they sent me a delicious gift, and I can't wait to to try this out. Not the case. In fact, they are just wonderfully made, perfectly crafted, incredible looking dice, and uh, both of the sets are just absolutely phenomenal. Like I like worth worth the subscription absolutely so speaking of the subscription uh gary and where can our listeners get their hands on these sweet sweet dice i wanted you to ask me that for so long they could go to librisarcana.com that's l-i-b-r-i-s-a-r-c-n-a dot c-o-m uh and if you apply the discount discount code at checkout that's c-h-e-c-a-c-k-o-u-t uh and our discount <laughs> count is stupid 20 s-t-u-p-i-d two zero <laughs> i'm sure the spotify listeners are very grateful for that thank you gary uh librisarcana.com with the discount code stupid 20 librisarcana dice for life probably solve all there... of your dice woes all of your dice woes solved in one spot all right gary what questions do you have for this whole lady let's let's move the momentum of the scene a little bit uh, I, I believe that um, our buddy bleeding out out there had the same questions as I do. One, we were following a particular uh, nimble right, a nimble right that we have known was probably made by another down at the House of Inspired Hands, and I'm not sure if you're a part of the organization, but the green smoke from there certainly matches the green smoke that you gassed everybody with. Gareth, you mean insight check. Okay. Uh, these words are so small. There it is. Eleven. Okay. Um. Her face darkens a little bit at the mention of the House of Inspired Hands, just for a second. Um. However, she says that's uh impossible Every, everybody who's been to the house of inspired hands knows that nim is incapable of uh re recreating himself i think is what you're insinuating that's impossible he's confined to temple grounds 
Yes, he. Uh, uh, we were actually there just the other day, or maybe the other week. Uh, my did you see Charlie? Time is real skewed. I we did see Charlie, amazing, Dragonborn. Did they seem uh, okay? Did they seem good? Did they ask about me? Ooh. Did they say anything about L? Why do you want to know? Never mind. What's your next question? Shut up. <laughs> oh, what are uh, they wearing? <laughs> <laughs> were they cute? <laughs> um <clears throat> fuck, I lost my train of thought. Oh, oh, um yes, we we have established that Nim is contained to the ground. He cannot necessarily make copies of himself. However, he express expressed to us with some difficulty that he merely creates the bodies and then someone or something else fills them with magical life. I, I'm not exactly an expert. That's why I'm here with questions. What a hor- what a horrifying concept that is. I agree. Huh. That would explain why... Huh. A lot about what happened in the last 45 minutes to an hour is starting to really check out. Glad it you know is what? It's still somebody. a little out of whack for me, I'm going to be honest. So well, you haven't seen any nimble rights uh, come by here, uh, real quick above table. What is this thing that the nimble right took that we wanted? It was like a little, it was like a necklace or something. It was an it was a necklace with a gem on the end of it, and you heard Arond Growlhund call it the Stone of Galore before he was brutally murdered by Erstel Floxen. Yes, he was. Who, but I I just wanted to remember that, not necessarily mention it to the lady. Sure, but also the stone might <laughs> actually be like the person. Who was all like, "Take me back home"? Arond Gralhan did insinuate that that there was some sort of sentience driving the stone. Right, but the stone said something too, because the nimble rights don't talk. Bef- just uh, before the nimble right fled, uh, Lady Yala Gralhan's manner, it did like float into the air and scream, "Return me to my home!" Before yeah. it burst into seawater, which is how you guys met Greg. Oh yeah, Greg. Um, Greg. Uh, Gareth actually. Gareth actually. Elle looks at you and her eyes narrow a little bit and she says, forgive me for being a little impertinent, but I don't think you're looking for the nimble right. I think you're looking for what the nimble right was carrying. In this context, does it matter? Well, they are presumably in the same place. If we find one, we find the other. Dark things swim in these waters, my friend. Yeah, I know. If my friends have met him. Um, I think we are in a position to help each other. Uh, Mel, you see Erstel and Rainier both perk up and start taking almost instinctive steps towards the door where this conversation is happening. You're close enough that you can hear snippets of it, um, fragments and, and pieces of words. Um, I think they both sort of like start paying attention at, um, nimble, right? what it was carrying and help and help each other. So I think I'm actually going to cut L off. Um, okay. And I, you know what? I would agree that we are in a position to help each other, but quite frankly, I've had a long night and I think that I would love to have a drink. Have you heard of Trollskull Manor perhaps? Uh, no. Well, you know, look it up, stop by perchance and maybe we can continue further away from prying ears and I glare at fucking everyone else, basically. Um, 
Rainier Never Ember uh, steps up and sheaths his sword sort of sort of with a little bit more flourish than necessary. Like he sort of like milks it a little bit. Yeah, exactly. He does like a like a ridiculous sort of like <laughs> and then like slams it into his scabbard. And he, he like says uh, once so. Yeah. <laughs> he misses it and then like shit, fuck, shit, shit, shit. <clears throat> um he says, uh my lady, I have not yet had the pleasure of making your acquaintance, but of course I am uh, your most humble servant, Rainier Neverember. You might have heard of me. Uh, my father is the disgraced former lord of Waterdeep, Dagold Neverember. Uh, there are no secrets amongst compatriots here. We are all friends. We would all love to help you with with your predicament. Pray tell what is uh, what is going on. No secrets among compatriots, and yet you still won't tell us why all those goobers were so reverent to you, Rainier. My main, my main friend Gareth. I have told you once. I have told through a hundred times. I do not know why. Listen, Gareth. If you would like to have this conversation in private again, I am more than happy to have it in private. However, I do not want to wish. I do not wish to waste our dear friend. I am so sorry, Madame. I did not catch your name. Um, and L straightens, and she says, "The priestess." And immediately, like oil over ice, Rainier never ember says. Ah yes, of course the priestess. That is, of course, a very fitting name. You have you you. It fits you most admirably, like a well tailored suit. The priestess. What was I saying? I do not even remember. Gareth, our 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 issue is of no consequence when we can help a dear citizen of this city. Mel wants to interrupt quick and and say, um, there might not be secrets between all of us friends, but maybe we don't want are still here to know a little more i've granted him enough favors by keeping him alive so maybe we move this conversation someplace else and so puts her hands over Erstel's ears <laughs> <laughs> la, 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 la. <laughs> yeah just plugs them or just like Shh, don't listen um also i think that we might not want to just stand out here in the dark before a wandering guard comes our way i know not everyone here is exactly in the best light of the law um l looks at you guys she looks at rainier then she looks at erstel and she nods once and says Come inside. I've, uh, I think you're right. I think, uh, I think we should have this conversation in private. You, and she points at all of you, and you, and she points at Rainier, come in here. You <laughs> can fuck right off. <laughs> and then she opens the door almost to like invite you guys inside. As, uh, as Anthony walks in, Gareth is going to, put his hand on Arnold's shoulder and just go, fuck. <laughs> Are any of, um, like, Rainier's, like, people that was with him staying out, like, to keep an eye on her soul? Or I assume Actually, that's what she was saying to fuck off unless it was me oh. oh no she was talking to erstel um that's but right. as he as he sort of like strides i always i don't know why but i always imagine rainier never ember wearing spurs for no reason Hell um yeah, but as his spurs jingle across the decks of this pier um he imperiously turns to one of his one of his goons and says you all stay out here to make sure this ruffian tries no nonsense huh and if 
Yes, that terrifying creature from the depths comes back to to stab him a third time. Do nothing. And, and if, he walks, he, he if, if he's dead when we come out here, I'll be a little bit upset. <laughs> Moderately. Uh, Tess says to Erstal, um, just that like, and if you like, whatever, like try to run away or something, that the cure that I put in your wounds, like it will be undone. And that's a total lie. Yeah. Um, Jess, so, <laughs> so, we, we call that a deception check. It's one of your yeah. skills. You're definitely going to roll one of those, one of those bad boys. Okay. What is it? What so you're going to roll a D20 and add whatever number is next to deception to it. Deception. One of these days, Jess, I'm going to convince you to get real dice because it's so much more fun to roll real dice. It is by a lot. I have 15. Does Anthony have real dice? I, I don't <gasps> roll them. I just roll them. Anthony. It's loud. It, it's so much more fun when you like you need a good roll and like you need it really bad. So you just spend 10 minutes like <laughs> <laughs> fucking warming it up. Yes. 15. Huh. Okay. I think. I think I think Erstel Floxen's eyes widen a little bit and he's sort of like seems unsure okay but he uh he takes a couple steps backwards and then and then tess holds out her finger just being like this will like just not even say anything but just implying that she will poke him (laughs) (laughs) this is my bleeding finger (laughs) okay kill the man with this thumb this that's a crazy rat tattoo reference holy (laughs) shit okay uh you guys walk into l's cabin um, Hang on, as we're walking oh, in, sure. I, I just wanted to say, like, so Arnold just absorbs the fuck, and it's just like, oh my gosh, she's the former high priestess of the Chuff Chuff Boys? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is your knee okay from that metal thing that you broke? That's amazing. <laughs> Gareth just mutters softly to himself, is it another language? <laughs> <laughs> Have I stumbled into? Okay. Um, as, as they're walking in, like, like Mel just wants to say um, to Rainier, just quiet, just so he hears it. Um, thank you for not killing It's Josh Pat. Josh Pat is Josh Pat is coming with you. Josh Pat is firmly next to his mother's side because when he left her, her side last time, horrible things happened. He went for a swim and it was bad. Yeah. Um, sorry, uh, Diana, give me give me one more take at what you told Rainier. Oh, I'm just just to him, just so nobody else can hear. I just wanted to say, um, thank you, thank you for not killing him. I know that was hard for you. Thank you. <laughs> he nods. He 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 hears you and um understands. <clears throat> L closes the door and bolts it, and then bolts it again. And then bolts it again, and there and bolts the fifth bolt on this door. Um, each one is a subsequent larger and thicker bolt that she is driving um, into this doorframe that is also reinforced with like steel receptacles for these bars. Um, And she steps over the two unconscious figures on the ground um, and says, I have something you want. And I have lost something precious to me. So you are going to help me get it back. Uh, okay. Can we stop playing the pronoun game and get to specifics? When that fiend out there 
convinced me to open my doors under false pretenses, which I do not appreciate. I do not hang with liars, uh, as the kids say on the streets. Um, no the, street, the street youths, no shot, as the children say, uh, convinced me to open my doors. There was a commotion as his ruffians took hold of me, and I lost something important to me through there. Uh, and she points, and Gareth, uh, Gareth, she points to the open hatch to uh, the black tide underneath her cabin that you recognized or uh, 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 remember seeing being open as you sort of peered in through the window the first time. So it leads into the water? Correct. Uh, you So you dropped something in the water? Correct. Uh, water with the I assume Gareth has been caught up on everything that happened in the water. I don't actually think so because everything we've kept the pace so such that like Anthony and Jess, I don't think would have had time to like tell you about everything that's happened. You would have seen Mel obviously with Ursula Floxen because they were on the pier with you. But as far as like what happened beneath the water, you're so kind of in the I feel like Anthony okay, would have so tried, though. Like, that's what Arnold I was going to say. would have talked, like, really fast <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. and get through as it all. As soon as she says that, I'm like, I'm like, there's a mermaid in there and also possibly zombie monsters. Not sure what's up. <laughs> what like, the uh, hell is a mermaid? Yeah, oh. I, I don't know what that is. However, it certainly does not encourage me to go diving. Uh, this is where I believe they call it the carrot comes in i have something you want you are not searching for the nimble right because i assure you it is if not if not completely scrapped on its way to whatever robotic heaven waits for it uh you want what it was holding you want the stone there was a there was a nimble right in the water wasn't there there was well remembered jess yes there wasn't, you did see the the chomped open remains of a nimble right lying half buried in the mud at the bottom of the harbor. With the fishes. Oh. Um. Hmm. Okay. Uh, well, again, you lost something very dear and important to you, but I don't think any of us want to just dive down and start picking up random things and guessing. Could we maybe know what it is we're looking for? Yeah, that stone doesn't mean that much to us. Come on now. Okay, well, like above table, it is like the whole reason we're playing this game. Low key, yeah, no, bestie. Like it, is. it is like, no, the, I it is like that. The... Oh, you're lying. Okay, okay. Um, no, that's, that's a good bluff. All right, all right. Uh, for it. Yeah, if you want it to have an effect, you do. If you if you're just saying it to say it, then it can it can lie where it is. But if you want to change her thinking to offer up more information, then that is going to be a deception check. That's by. I, I think Jess would also ask her like, why doesn't she just go in the water herself? Then she's okay. also no, she's no, lady. no fancy she fancy. <laughs> well, while while uh, Bessie rolls that, I will tell you. Um, she looks at the water and tests for a split second. It, it almost seems like she's afraid. And she says, there is uh, a merce man in there. There's nothing for me down there. Again, I have no idea what a merce man or merce maid is. It seems to happen both ways. We all understand that gender is fluid, but I am deeply concerned with what you all saw down there. Regardless, 
I don't go down there anymore. Anymore? Hmm, questions. Uh, I I rolled it. It was a thirteen. Yeah, I don't. I don't think she buys it, Bestie. I think she knows how important it is uh, to you, sort of off the jump. Boo. That's um, not a good liar. Rainier never ember speaks up. Okay. And says, "Never in his entire life has Rainier never ember." turned up an opportunity to help a citizen of Waterdeep. I solemnly swear to you, priestess, again, a name most befitting of your stature, and I have seen the upper curve of your teeth. I will say the uh, the craftsmanship of your smile is wont to make the angels cry. Ooh, I will have to roll a will save to not blush. <laughs> <laughs> I will help you in this endeavor. I will I will find a means to get to the bottom of this harbor and I will find this keepsake that you have have lost this thing that is most important to you. However, I do I do say that um I do suspect that my best friend Gareth is correct. We do need to know what we are looking for. This is what are the harbor people throw flotsam and jetsam and 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 who knows what else into these waters every day. We 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 need to know what we are looking for. Is Arnold what? so jealous that his best friend is best? Yeah, friend? Arnold. How do you react to ha to hearing somebody else call Gareth their best friend? Oh yeah, I'm crying on the inside and outside <laughs> <laughs> already. Roll I mean, to I cry. Was... Let's see if you make everybody uncomfortable. Oh, I try to make everyone. I think the instant the word friend leaves his mouth, just into like deep, heavy sobs. <laughs> not nothing like, not like a poetic tear. Just like. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a 13 plus, uh, I think it's like a plus 20 for my natural depression. Okay, so. you guys are all <laughs> hey, hey, horribly hey. horrible. <laughs> yeah, stop stealing Diana's shtick. She's the only one that's allowed to be sad. You know, yeah. I, I, I said it last time, but it's amazing that my depression has been cured yeah. just because it's I don't Diana's know that yours is cured. It's just I have more of it. So I love a good depression off here on Critically Stupid. Anyway, <laughs> um, first one to kill themselves wins. Hey now, <laughs> let's not threaten me with a good time. Uh, L says, "Holy shit, Bessie!" Um, <laughs> L says, uh, "It's worse when you actually know some of the things that are wrong." Moving on. L says, "You thought the crying was making everyone uncomfortable." Reluctantly, it's. Picture. It's a picture. It's a picture in a picture frame. It's small, maybe eight inches by five inches. That shit didn't get all wet and soggy. No, it's in the frame. It's good. Uh <laughs> frame, you know. Yeah, but a frame. It's, it's an otter box. Water's frame. still gonna get it. It doesn't matter if it's <laughs> waterlogged, it's important to me. Maybe the frame uh, is now Rainier, I I really appreciate your enthusiasm, but I want to try just one thing before you go for a cold dive here. Uh can I like rummage around in the dead dude's pockets to see if he has any like spare gold on him? <laughs> it's it's for a hey, reason. Hang on a second, my man. I know you're about to do a quest. No, 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 no. I have I scrap this corpse. I genuinely have an idea. All right. There are two. Gareth, uh, there is um, Mikey or Donnie, one of the half-elf uh, guards from Sylvie's unit of the Xanathar guild that you remember have from your brief time in the sewers. And then there's just a random Xanathar dude lying on the ground. Who do you go to? 
I'm going for the dead one because they're less likely to, likely to need it. There's also a dead one. Fair enough. Okay, yeah. Um, you go through the dead dude's pockets, and he has a, um, it's a letter actually from uh the Humane Society of Waterdeep thanking him for adopting a new kitten. Um, <laughs> did it, like, oh, we both and that's right behind uh, a letter from his kid's school because they just got the honor roll. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, money Garrett or what? Takes the, Garrett takes the letter. He's like, I just got a new kitten. I can't uh, read. He can't I don't know what the fuck it. that says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Garrett, he's got, like, he's got, like, six and a half silver pieces on of him. I mean, literally half. One of them has been split in half. Uh word damn how fucking strong do you have to be to split a silver coin in half that's insane you know what's, you know what's fucking crazy is it looks like there are, it was done with a piece of like a pair of teeth like it, there are bite marks in it a pair just two the last two teeth the, kitten's the teeth are still stuck to it <laughs> yeah 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 you pull out a piece of silver with teeth <laughs> word uh so so gareth is um uh, he's he's gonna he's gonna look at Anthony and say, uh, "You said Travis was an independent contractor, right?" I did. I'm gonna drop the silver into the water and be like, "Travis, we have a potential job for you. Price is negotiable. This is just a kind of meeting fee here." No, I like this. Make Travis go get the fucking thing. He's already in the water. He likes the water. Mel likes where's your head, where your head is at. Ooh. I mean, real talk, the Mel big threat in the water, Loki, is Travis. So <laughs> Right. We might as well get him on our side. Get him no, to do I the did quest that. for us. <laughs> All right. Um Bestie's not really sure what to do with it. So that makes I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do with that. <laughs> it's it real was clever. I mean wicked yeah, smart, right. very creative, and I did not anticipate a stitch of it. Okay. I think. Huh. All right. I think that these silver pieces, Gareth, you don't even see them sink deep enough for the light to stop to stop flickering. <clears throat> I'm going to rephrase that into active voice. The light is still flickering on these silver coins as they sink into the black water. And before it disappears, you see a scaled fist snatch up and and uh, swipe at them out of like sort of like into the light and then pull them into the darkness. Mm hmm. Uh, is there any sort of response or anything? That is the response. I think that's a yes to take in the. Job. All right, then that would be my I, interpretation. Th then I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Um, someone up here has misplaced a framed photograph somewhere about eight to five inches in diameter. If you are able to retrieve and return it to us, I will pay one one gold piece upon. Uh, 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 completion is that like first of all above table? Is that like a reasonable price? I don't actually know. We haven't bought anything above table, not particularly. It's um, one gold piece is like half of a night stay at a reasonable hotel. Uh, then I'll go two gold pieces. God, you're such a cheapskate, it's fucking crazy. <laughs> he charges for water. I charge, I do not charge for water, okay? I just only serve water if you already ordered something. One could argue that that is charging for water. Anyway. Um, I, I think it's always funny 
the the act broke to stay rich archetype is always funny to me. That's fair. Um, Gareth, you don't hear a response. You don't see any sort of like answer from the dark water lapping at this at this money. hatch. However, Rainier never ember pipes up and uh sort of like sidles over to the priestess and he says, Do not despair, priestess. I will tell you, I will not be relying on this uh, whatever it is that is in the water. I will personally find a way to go down into the depths of the harbor and I will find this piece, memento, this keepsake, this most important portrait for you and I will give it back. And in turn, you, yes, will tell me, Rainier, what happened to the stone. Yes. Uh, and L nods almost immediately and says, absolutely. The first person to bring me back the portrait will will learn where the stone went.